Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice, rejoice, and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, praise the Lord. Grateful, grateful, grateful for such a day. Grateful, grateful, grateful for such a day. Fantastic day in God's house. A fantastic day in God's house. Man, I'm grateful for the day. I'm blessed and truly blessed. And I know you all are too. If God has touched you, if God has awakened you, if God has called you here right now, this is truly a day that the Lord has made and you and I, we're gonna rejoice and be glad in it. I mean, this is a wonderful day. This is a wonderful day. Come, hold on, we got a, a, a knock at the door. Come in, come in. Oh, let me see. One moment, God bless you. Here we go. Let us get ready. Let us get ready, brothers and sisters. Let us get ready. All right. We're going to thank God for this time. We're going to thank God for this time. And we want to welcome you all here to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry, where we're going to have an opportunity to be here and enjoy the word of God together, where we're going to have an enjoyment time in the word of God, where we're going to embrace God and we're going to enjoy God. And we are going to let God pour out onto us this very day. And I want to welcome you all here with us. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this place. We thank you for this season. We thank you for this moment. And Lord, as we cry out for forgiveness, we are truly grateful for your presence. And Lord, we ask him that you bless this moment. And Lord, as anyone comes here and don't, you, don't know you as a loving Savior, we just asking that right now, Father God, that you anoint this moment and something be said, something be heard, where they turn toward you and cry out, what must I do in order to be saved? And Lord, we just hope that they realize in their heart that all they have to do is believe on you. And Lord, we know that if they believe on you, they shall be saved in Jesus' name. Lord, now right now, decrease me as you are increased in Jesus' name, amen. Well, we want to welcome all of our brothers and sisters here to the Ark of the Covenant Revelation Gathering Session. For all of our newcomers here today, our Revelation Gathering Session is where the Lord peels back the layers of the scriptures, the layers on the topic, the layers on the subject, where we see more of him on how to apply, on how to walk, on how to use the word of God in our lives. Hallelujah. 
And that is a powerful thing, a powerful thing. Thank God. Thank God for that. So we on our here from here on out, we are going through the Song of Solomon. Hallelujah. And we've been having a great time with that. We are on chapter one and we are on verse number 13. And we want you to know we got a few little background for you now. We want everybody to understand. Listen, from in the beginning to the last word in the Bible, amen. Let it be so. The whole Bible is written about the man Christ Jesus. The Bible, every word was inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a function. The Bible says in and uh, uh, John 16, 13 through 15, listen to what the word of God says. Alexa, John 16, 13 through 15. Okay, here's your version Bible. John 16, verses 13 to 15. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Now, when the Holy Spirit came, when it comes, it was going to come to declare who Jesus was who he is and who is to come. Now, we want you to be a part of this lesson today so you can post your questions, you can call in with your questions. Our call in number is today, 219 Eight six five four four. That's two one nine two two eight six five four four. Or you can post your questions. I do have my trusty little eye where I can zoom in on your questions. Zoom in on it and read your questions and answer your questions today, or you can email us at the abbreviation for Reverend R E V, abbreviation for Doctor D R, and my name Derek Hill D E R I C K H I L L at gmail.com. Again, that's abbreviation for Reverend R E V. Abbreviation for Dr. D-R, my name, Derek Hill, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-H-I-L-L at gmail.com. All right. So the phone lines are open. The, the post is open. You can send your emails or whatever. I'll, I'll know if you send it. I'll see the little thing pop up there and I'll get it. And uh, all that. So the phone lines are open. 219-228-6544. All right. Now, all of the scriptures, every scripture, every word was inspired by God by way of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is to declare Jesus Christ. So that means the Song of Solomon is to declare 
Jesus Christ. So when you're reading the Song of Solomon, you're looking for Jesus Christ in the Song of Solomon. You're looking for Christ Jesus. That's who you're looking for. It's not a book of nastiness. It's not a letter of nastiness and all that. It's a letter about Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. Everything in the Bible is about Jesus Christ. From the very first words to the last, it's about Jesus Christ. When you read the first line in the Bible, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. God told you everything what he done. Everything what he done right there. He set up a whole entire kingdom that he created for us. He made a way for us to get to the kingdom and he created this kingdom for us. That's why he created heaven first. This place he made for us. He did it all. And he had a way of getting there. That's why God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost was there in the beginning. That's what the word God mean when it said God created. Elohim, the plural form. And when he done this, he knew he had to have a starting point for you and I. That's why he created earth. So we were all there. He had a place for us to come. He created us. He gave us the demonstration of love. What is love? A person that has your destiny in mind and going to do all he can or she can to get you to your destiny. And God did that because he gave his only begotten son. Love is an action. God gave the definition of love. He did all that he could. He created it. He gave a way for us to get there. He gave us a starting point. He accepted us the way we were. And he gave us a choice that we can get to where he wanted us to get. He created it. He did everything. The rest of Genesis 1, 2 to the end of Revelation chapter 22 to the last verse is the explanation of how we were supposed to get there. And because if we miss chapter one, verse one of Genesis, this is for us to pick up and how we missed it. This is for us to learn what we missed in Genesis 1.1. So, Song of Solomon is a part of that missing in Genesis 1-1. It's about Jesus Christ. Everything in the Bible is about Jesus Christ. Always, everything, every word. So, let us continue as we go to talking about the man Christ Jesus. Every word is inspired by God. That word inspired means it is extension of God. It is the breath of God, the extension of God about Jesus Christ. It is about him. Okay. Now, let us start we, we, like we always do. We get us a running start. So let us start at verse 12 and take off the verse so we can go ahead and jump into verse 13. Remember, we got our phone lines open so you can call with your questions. You can call with your questions. 219-228-6544. All right, here we go. Alexa. Song of Solomon 112. This might answer your question. Song of Solomon 112 reads, 
while the king sitteth at his table, my spikenard sendeth forth the smell thereof. Stop. While the king sitteth at the table. While the king sitteth at the table. Now we know that the Song of Solomon has three major characters. Alexa, turn the volume to six. Stop. Now we know it got three major characters. We know it's, it's got the king, which in physical representation, some says is focusing that king is, is Solomon, which means spiritually Jesus. In physical representation, it's talking about Solomon, but in spiritual manifestation, it's talking about Jesus. Now, we also know that another person that will be speaking is the Shulamite bride. The Shulamite bride. Now, the Shulamite bride is... Sorry, this device lost its connection. Okay. Now, the Shulamite bride is accompanied with the daughters of Jerusalem. Now, the Shulamite bride herself represents a single individual, but the daughters of Zion together with the Shulamite bride represents the church. Now, the Shulamite bride represents an individual as a saved individual the church by itself, but a saved individual. Now, this together between her and Solomon represents a relationship in the sense of an individual that has just come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. They had just gotten saved. This is, uh, the whole Song of Solomon is about a building a relationship with Jesus Christ as a person has come into the entrance of salvation. Now, the, the bride has some, what they call yuppies or the church that's encouraging, that's around. Now, also, there are some brothers, some brothers. Now, the brothers represent the outsiders, the outsiders. And also, you have another one that speaks that represents the Holy Spirit. So the three main characters is the Holy Spirit, the Shulamite bride, and the king, Solomon, which the king Solomon represents Jesus. The Shulamite bride and the daughters represents the church and that one individual that's got a relationship that's that just coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So now, right here in verse number 12, she's sitting there and she and, and, and the king, she's at the table with the king and she could smell the spikenard. Now the spikenard is that expensive fragrance that he has been adorned with. It's the same fragrance that the woman came in when Jesus was at the table and he was eating and the woman came in and broke the alabaster box, the nard. Sometimes it's called nard. And she broke it. 
and anointed him with it. And all and the disciple got mad and said, now why did she do that? She could have sold that and gotten money for it. But Jesus told him, say now, listen, uh, what this woman has done will be talked about from here on out. Because she has anointed me for my burial. Very expensive oil. Fills up the entire room. Very expensive. And the Shulamite bride right here can smell the anointing upon her her beloved. She's at the table with her beloved. And she, the, they, the church can sense the smell of the presence of the husband, the future husband. She can smell of her fiance. She knows his presence. She knows his odor, his atmosphere. And she's at the table with him. The table is set, prepared, and she knows that her fiance is there. And she's intoxicated with his presence. She knows it. She knows that aroma, that aura of him. It has taken over the presence of her. It's like you have been in, maybe you have been in the church <clears throat> and the power of the Holy Spirit has taken over. It's like a thickness in the air. And the church has erupted. This is what she's talking about. She, she, she's overwhelmed with his presence. Let us continue here. Alexa, Song of Solomon, 113. This might answer your question. Song of Solomon 113 reads, A bundle of myrrh is my well-beloved unto me. He shall lie all night betwixt my breasts. Stop. Now this here is a lot of times this is where people's minds go to wondering and carrying on because they can't grasp the spiritual for trying to focus in on the physical because they see one word and their mind just go to wonder. They see that word breast. Oh, <laughs> and their mind just can't fixate on nothing else. But we got to look. Remember, we're talking about Jesus. We're dealing in a spiritual aspect. So let us break this down so we can see what's going on here. Now, this is the Shulamite bride talking. She's speaking here. She says here, a bundle of myrrh. Now we know that myrrh is that fragrance, that, that, that oil for, for his preparation. She said, for that, that, that bundle of preparation, that, 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 that special anointing. She, that's what she's saying. That bundle of preparation, that special anointing mm, 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 of myrrh is my beloved, my well-beloved. To me, 
be shall mm, lie all night betwixt my breath. Now, she wants that preparation. She wants him that well-beloved. She wants that essence. She wants that thing that, 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 that what he is and who he is to come and lay right in between where she gets the emotions of her. But she won't hurt him to lay in the essence of who she met him at. In other words, she wants him right in between of how she found him. Maybe you don't understand what I'm trying to say. Let me let me show you some things what the Bible says because see maybe you got to get it like the Bible says because see the Bible speaks about the breast in all kind of ways. See you got to understand that when we talking about the breast, we talking about a very special part, a very special part. See we talking about a part that's very special. See I want you to understand that God is speaking about a part that's not just a part that's just thrown in there. He's talking about a part that's given only as a fixture, but he's talking about a part that is put there for use and for great ability in you being who you are in Christ Jesus. Now, listen to this here. Watch this here, y'all. Alexa, Hosea 9.14. This might answer your question. Hosea 9.14 reads, Give them, O Lord, what wilt thou give? Give them a miscarrying womb and dry breasts. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe that might maybe that might not be clear enough for some of you all. Watch this here. Watch this here. Now stay with me. Stay with me. Alexa. Isaiah 66:11. This might answer your question. Isaiah 66:11 reads, that ye may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolations, that ye may milk out and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. Mm. That you may be satisfied. Sorry, Alexa, I don't have an stop. answer. Where you might be satisfied with the abundance of the glory. The abundance of the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You might want to be the abundance of the glory. See, you got to understand that God's abundance is in the essence of who he is. But let me show you what he's talking about right here in this verse. Right here in this verse. See, the Bible speaks about this special place that she is referring to. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 8. Alexa, 1 Thessalonians 5, 8. Here's something I found Alexa, on the web. stop. Alexa, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. Here's something I found Alexa, on the web. Stop. Sometimes she wants to act a little bit strange sometimes, but we we got a way to get around this. Alexa, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8 through 9. Here's something I found on the web. 
According to SlidePlayer.com. Alexa. It. Stop. Alexa. First Thessalonians 5, 8 through 9. Here's something I found on the web. According to HubPages.com. God has elected and called the Thessalonians from idolatry to himself. I Thessalonians 1, 4, 9, 2, 12, 4 to 7, 5, 24, 2 Thessalonians 1, 11, 2, 14. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 8 through 9. Here's something I Alexa, found on the web. Stop. She's acting temperamental today, y'all. She is acting temperamental on me. I don't know why she acting like this, y'all. I don't know why she wants to act like this on me today. Alexa, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 8 through 9. Here's something I found Alexa, on the web. stop. Maybe we got to go a little bit further back. Alexa, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Okay, here's the scriptures. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 1 to 28. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day, we are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep, as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Stop. For God hath not Alexa. appointed us to wrap. Stop. It said, put on the breastplate of faith and love. And she wants him to lie in between her heart. You want to know what the breastplate of faith and love is in the Old Testament in order for them to make a judgment call in order for them when they wanted to put on and, under, and speak with God they had made a thing that the people would put on they made an outfit something to wear and on this thing that they made to wear, it had something called the urn and the thorn. And on the urn and the thorn was two round pieces of jewelry. On each piece, they had the names of the children of Israel. Six on one piece, six on the other. And they were faith and love. And they was called the breastplate of righteousness. You see, when John the Beloved laid his head on Jesus' breast, they called Jesus' breast, the Jewish people, the breast of righteousness. This is what she, what the Shulamite bride was talking about. She wanted him to lay her, his head upon her breast because she wanted to become the breast of righteousness, faith, and love. 
not his head. She wanted to be washed and strengthened with faith and love. What we are supposed to be covered with. The Bible says, build up thy faith with the word. This is how we get stronger. And then we can prove that we are who we say we are by our love. How can we say that we love God if we don't show that we love another? She wanted that breastplate upon her. She wanted to be signed by God. The breastplate of righteousness. The same breastplate that the high priest had to put on. The Urim and the Thummim. The same one that you should be wearing. That I need to be wearing. On a daily basis. What she was actually saying was sign your name upon my chest. Let me wear the breastplate. Let people see you in me. Let them see the faith and your love in me. You can ask your questions. You can, your questions or your comments simply by calling 219-228-6544-219-6544. Or you can post your comments, whichever you like, be with up your convenience. Let's move on to the next verse. Alexa, Song of Solomon 114. This might answer your question. Song of Solomon 114 reads, My beloved is unto me as a cluster of campfire in the vineyards of Engedi. Yes, yes, yes. My beloved is unto me as a cluster of campfire in the Engedi. Now, campfire is a stop, Alexa. Yeah, stop. It is a plant, precious plant, nice, beautiful plant. It. it and in getting is west of the Dead Sea. Now, this is the place where to get this plant from is going to be very difficult. Because it's very hard to get that plant up out of that place there. Because it's very rarely that it grows there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a precious plant. But to get a cluster of it, oh my Lord, priceless. Priceless. Now, look how she says, look how the Shulamite bride puts it. My love is unto me as a cluster of campfire in the vineyard of Eddie. My love is priceless. 
You can't, you can't purchase my love from him. You can't take my love away from him. You can't take it away from him. Ain't nothing you can offer me from my God. Nothing you can offer me to take my love away from him. There's nothing Nothing that you can wave in my face to take my love away from my God. What can you give me? I know what he done done for me. What can you give me to take my love away from my God? It's priceless. It is priceless. What can you think you can give me for? I'm in love with it. What you think you're going to give me for my love for him? I know I, I don't know if y'all ever uh, 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 watch any of them love stories. Uh, I know I know my the, the missus she 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 loved them love stories and stuff. I be I be looking for them explosion movies. I be wanting to see some body parts blow up and can't. <laughs> she loved them love stories and all that. But we did find one that we liked together because it had all of the all of the aspects of both of our stuff together. And it was kind of like a love story too, but it was it was one of them action-packed love stories and everything. They had all kind of good stuff in it, all together, called The Green Arrow. And it had a whole lot of episodes. And do you know, we fried chicken. Well, I didn't fry no chicken. She fried the chicken. I ate that chicken though. <laughs> and uh, we ate snacks. Every night, me and her would sit up in the bed and we would, man, we would watch that Green Arrow. We'll put them episodes on that TV and we would watch that Green Arrow faithfully. And it had all kind of romance and stuff in it. And uh, the last episode that we watched together, the Green Arrow had went off into another dimension world. And his, I believe that she was his wife and she had raised the kids. They was all grown and fighting crime and stuff. And she was going off to find her man in that dimension world. And we was watching and we was wondering when was the next season gonna pop up? Cause that woman had went through high water trying to find this man. And now she was finna go into this new dimensional world to go hunting down. Now, this Shulamite bride said, what could you offer me for my man? She said, for her God. She said, well, I ain't giving him up. In other words, she's saying, devil, ain't nothing you got that I want to replace my God. Hallelujah. That's powerful. There, y'all, that's powerful. Alexa, Song of Solomon one fifteen. This might answer your question. Song of Solomon one fifteen reads, 
Behold, thou art fair, my love, behold, thou art fair, thou hast dove's eyes. Stop. Behold, thou art fair. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove eyes. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Notice how they repeat that twice. Behold, thou art fair. Behold, thou art fair. Sometimes people, you know, I heard, I heard one guy said one time that that was one of the mistakes in uh, written in the Bible that uh, they, you know, I, and when they wrote it, they just made a mistake uh, in the writing that they wrote it twice, that that was a mistake. I heard another uh, preacher uh, said that uh, that was just a mistake in the King James Version because in, in other versions, they don't say it twice. But I want you to know that's not a mistake. In, in the repeating of it twice, it makes a, a definite uh, principle that the, the Shulamite bride is making an article of it, that it is uh, a sight to behold. It is, uh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not the Shulamite bride. The, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, Shulamite bride uh, is making the, uh, uh, to be article to be said and seen. That it's something that she is uh, at all at. That that I mean the the king is at all at. That he 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 let. Her, her know that he sees exactly what he's supposed to see in her. It's a representation of what he is in her. It's like in, in the Jewish tradition, what he's saying is that in, in, in the bride, the male, if, if, if she was a male, he would have said that the dust of the rabbi is upon you. But as a, as a bride, is is he repeats it as a definite thing that yeah you fair you fair I see I see you I see me in you and he reaffirms it when he says that I see the doves in your eye now the doves in your eye is the representation of what we heard when Jesus came up out of the water, the Bible says that when Jesus came up out of the water, the spirit descended as a dove, as a dove upon him and stayed upon him. Now, that word descend, uh, uh, descended, that word simply means born from above. One, when Jesus told the disciples that he was going to pray to the Father that he sends another just like him, another to them 
that word another mean one just like him that was born from above. So when he when he says that your eyes are like doves, he's saying that he sees the spirit in her. I see me in you. I can see me in you. You fair. I see you. I see you. I see me in you. He's trying to let her know. I recognize you. You are my church. That's what he's telling the church. You are mine. I see me in you. That's what he's trying to, that's what he's saying to the church. I see you in me. He can't say that the dust is upon you because then it, it will cancel out females in the church. Because if, he, if they say that the dust is upon you, then only males can be saved. Only the males that he, he's talking about. But that's what a that's what a rabbi will say to a male. But he can say that you are fair. You are fair. Because you say that to children, you can say that to a male, you can say that to anybody. You are fair, you are fair. Because that that simply means that yes, I see you, I see you. And when you tell a person person that that you know I see the doves in your eye in the, in the tradition I can see the spirit of the Lord either upon you or in you you are fair you're fair I see the spirit of the Lord upon you or in you so that's what he's telling the church He's telling the church, praise the Lord. That's a beautiful verse there. And it's a beautiful comprehension of the verse. See, a lot of times people have, they, 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 they come in reading the Song of Solomon with a pre-idea that it's about a love song between a man and a woman and it's a sexual thing. Some people come in it's, it's about marriage between a man and a woman, but the Song of Solomon is about Jesus Christ. The whole Bible is about Jesus Christ. And if you don't approach it in that manner, you're going to miss it. Because you're going to try to stretch it into what you want it to be, which you can stretch the whole Bible into what you want it to be and miss it. Because the whole Bible is about Jesus Christ. And if you approach the Bible in that manner, you will receive it. Everything in the Bible is about the man Christ Jesus. From beginning to end. That's who it's about. It's about Christ. It's all about him. He is the beginning and the end. I hope you uh, got, a, got a little something out of that. Um, I believe we stopped at 15. Was that right at 15? Uh, let me see. Uh, Alexa, Song of Solomon 115. This might answer your question. Song of Solomon 115 reads, Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair, thou hast dove's eyes. Yes, we stopped at 15. Stop, Alexa. 
So we're going to stop right here at 15. And uh, it was sure, it was sure good. It was definitely good. It was good. 14, 15. Praise the Lord that we had a nice time today. Today was a beautiful time. Right here. Yep. Beautiful time we had in the Lord. And God is good. And um, I had a great time with you all. And uh, I pray that y'all got something out of it. And I pray that God uh, continue to... Uh, uh, show up and show out in your lives and God continue to open up the scriptures to you as, as we continue to walk through the song of Solomon together and it's a beautiful thing God bless it to you and God and I hope that right now that someone's heart has been softened that the Lord has opened up and and, and ready to uh, release uh saving grace and knowledge unto you right now. Uh, so let's take care of that right now then. Let's, let's just go right into that. Let's just ask the Lord to touch and save your soul. Lord, I am a sinner. And Lord, I realize right now that I need a Savior. And Lord, I believe in you. I know, Lord, that you love me. I know you died on the cross for me. I believe, Jesus. And I desire a relationship with you. So, Lord... I'm going to follow you. I submit myself unto you. I'm going to turn from my ways and follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, have you said that prayer? Right now, the angels in heaven are rejoicing for you. I'm rejoicing. My wife going to be rejoicing for you. All you need to do now is get your Bible, start reading it, find your sin-hating Bible-preaching church, and start following the man Christ Jesus. Now, if you don't have a Bible, Listen, go to the nearest resale shop, Salvation Army, to your nearest church. Knock on the door and tell them you just found, you have received the Lord Jesus Christ and you need a Bible. I'm quite sure they'll give you one. And then start following the man, Christ Jesus. Now, if you want to continue to keep up with us, we have a free app that you can add to your phone. Uh, it tells you what we what we're doing is have some great stuff on the app, all kind of um, stuff you can do on the app and just some great stuff. You can chat with one another and all kind of great stuff. You have to put it on your phone, though, but you can't put it on your computer, no on your tablet. It has to go directly on your phone. Visit our website at www.ark, that's A-R-K, of the Covenant. That's C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com. Again, that's www.ark, A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com. Go through the portals there and click, put it in. Download it to your phone. Don't cost you nothing. All we ask for is your prayers. Also, you can get our...